guys ready to get this started? Let's get this started. All right, next level mindset, baby. Coming at you, ready to do another one. So perk your ears up and ready to get another nugget. Here we go. So like episode two, first one was kind of rough. Did you hear it? It was kind of, it, was, it wasn't bad. It was, it was bad. fun. Got some first. Got that was some fun. Love. Okay, cool. By the way, I noticed that when you put at next level mindset in Joey P, it goes to a SoundCloud that doesn't exist. But uh, Joe actually <laughs> now has 153 followers thanks to you 52. Guys. I've gained <laughs> one. I've gained <laughs> one since this. So thank you. Let's see if we can get it to 153 after this. Yes. So uh, got our first guest in the building, man. I'm, I'm happy actually because, you know, this is, this, is, this is one of my boys right here. But uh, Chad Hermanson's in the building. Chad, dude. Thank you, man. I mean, when, yeah, when I said when you're ready to roll and you said how about tomorrow, I got like... Oh crap! This is like getting serious right now, right? So, hey, t- time, right? You got your. I, I'm in that town. It's like let's do this right now. Right, right. So it's like I'm good. So like so yeah. So Chad, we're gonna talk about some mindset and stuff, and and a little bit of that. You know, that's that's like one of my fortes. I'd love to talk about. But one thing about Chad. So a little background. I'm. I'll let Chad kind of do it, but. Chad played Major League Ball. I mean, you know, everyone's dream, first round draft pick. I mean, like he's he's like that's something that people beg for, and that's which I know that was something you were hoping for when you first got picked. I'm assuming, right? Oh yeah, I, you know, since I was a kid, like I just had a this draw to athletics and sports, and yeah. I grew up in the Salt Lake City Sandy area. Uh-huh. Um, you know, where you you had the luxury of playing football, basketball, and baseball, and you couldn't wait. You look, you were totally in invested in the sport you're in and then the winter came then you're like well we can't play football anymore so we'll play basketball and basketball gets over with then you can't wait for baseball um then we moved out here to vegas in 89 i was about 11 years old when we moved here to vegas and you know obviously different weather so i stopped playing football (laughs) played a little bit of basketball but continued with baseball and that was you know certainly my passion uh and just stuck with it ever since and it's competitive ball here too Oh yeah, right. I mean, it, like, in regards to baseball, yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, we've as a scout, you kind of pay attention to these things. That I've Vegas has had, I believe, in the last ten years, I think eight first rounders. Oh. Wow, so yeah, that's so, that's really good for yeah. We have smaller. some we have some guys. I mean, was, there's a few at the top of my head. I'm thinking of right. We got Bryce, Bryce, got, Bryce yeah, and then Bryce Noah, Harper, Chris, Chris Bryant, Bryant, Chris Bryant. I so, didn't know he was from here. Joey yeah. Gallo. Uh, Oh, oh wow. yeah. Uh, okay. You know, and the kind of the lesser names that are really good players that are really deserve credit. Tommy Pham, yeah. Um, guys like Chris Carter that went to Sierra Vista. Man, I mean, you could just sit. Wow. Um, know that. You know the kid Robinson at, at uh, that was playing with the Rangers. There's a lot of kids that <clears throat> don't have the Bryce Harper fame. Um, Bryce Harper's obviously the man right now, and but man, Vegas Vegas pumps out some players, and, and we it's been going on since you know way back in the day of Greg Maddox and Mike Morgan and. Um, the, the 80s, you know, and Wait, Greg, Marty Barry. Greg went to Valley. Oh, wow. Greg played for my high school coach, Roger Fairless. Roger Fairless started out at Valley and was there. And he, he had a, you know, he's a Hall of Fame coach here in Southern Nevada. Uh-huh. Um, he took care of all those teams at Green Valley in the, the mid 90s when he kind of the early 90s, mid 90s when Green Valley opened. Uh, <clears throat> I was part of three of those, uh-huh. I think six straight state championships. Um, you know, and then Gorman. Gorman was always a big. Yeah, right. That was our big rival. Then, then I actually coached Joey Gallo his senior year at Gorman. He just um, aged just so fast. Yeah, it was <laughs> the only year I coached, coached at Gorman. Um, my best friend Nick Day was the head coach there. So Vegas, Vegas is and continues to pump out some really good prospects. It's been it's been fun. Cool, cool. So hey, just going into it, and um, and I know I know you guys got some questions too, but. Like I know, like I know, we're gonna talk about what you do now, but I, I want to talk about like why you're doing what you do because there's a reason why you're doing what you do. Is like, okay, so you got the glamour first round draft pick by the Pirates, by the Pirates, yeah. yeah, by the Pirates, doing your thing. But then it's not, it's not all the all it's cracked up to be, right? You have to fight and continue to. First round, you ain't starting, right? I mean, what well, are some of the hurdles you had. Well, if if, if you start with. First round pick, ninety five draft. I was a tenth pick overall, um, the first shortstop taken. Um, so I was labeled wow. as the best shortstop in the country, right? So I was seventeen years old. I have a later birthday, so I right. I played in rookie ball and short season ball as a seventeen year old, uh, competing against kids that are twenty one, twenty two that just graduated from college. So you went from high school, straight out of high school. Oh, yeah, so I, 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 didn't, I didn't go to college. 
Um, so yeah, I was I was obviously picked high, and it was an easy. Yeah, I'm gonna go play pro ball. Like, let's do this. Yeah, that's what you dreamed for. That's what I dreamed of. College, college. If I didn't get picked, kind of in the right area where I felt like would you know you call it life changing money, right? Because right. and and people when you start to really dive into it, minor leagues is extremely hard. And if you don't get a lot of money in regards to your signing bonus, you don't make a lot of money. Right. So you got to go live with five, six, seven guys in one apartment and try to keep your, your expenses down as much yeah. as possible. Um, but being a first-round pick is obviously high pressure, right? So it's – but I for some reason, I was able to handle parts of it really well. Um, I was – I could always hit. You know, I, I let my athleticism kind of take over. And I was also – I was a shortstop, and, but I made a lot of throwing errors. So – um, if you if you ever if you know the story of Derek Jeter, right? If you're a Yankees fan, Derek Jeter made like 50 plus errors for a couple of years um, mm-hmm. as a minor league shortstop. Yeah, yeah, right. And I kind of I kind of heard about that, but didn't. And that's so I was going through what Derek Jeter went through. Um, could really you know 95 across the diamond could just chuck the crap out of it, uh, but had no clue where it was going. So I was never really great with my accuracy, and I always knew that. Right? It's a sense I was a kid. I was just a chucker. Um, and I played a lot of outfield, played a lot of center field. And so, you know, you could kind of boil it down to I have throwing issues with my accuracy. And so when you get into a shortstop position, you start to think about it, right? You, you don't, you're not flowing through starts the game. Messing with your head. starts messing with your head and you start playing the game passively, right? And you're not being aggressive and you're not um, just doing the things that you need to to be successful at this position. So you could say I got away with it in regards to – you know, my, the athleticism was, was there that and my bat was so good and strong with, with my hit tool and my power tool that I could play anywhere on the field. And, and I think scouts will probably say, well, if he doesn't play shortstop, we can always just move him to either third, second, or the outfield. And for me, it was always center field because uh, I could really run. So that's in a long story, sh- kind of shortened and condensed, that's what ended up happening where um, I had enough of, of losing games because I made a throwing error. Um, and guys getting a release the next day, you know, you're, you, so you put that pressure. Messes, yeah. So, yeah, as a 17, yeah. 18, you're like, dude, I just down? got that guy released, you know, because I just lost the game for him. And then you're like, well, it wasn't uh-huh. that, but I didn't know any any other way, right? <clears throat> so, but going through the minor leagues, yeah, it's, uh, it's not all roses. It's extremely tough. It's the grind every day. And when you're not used to playing every day, you know, you, you learn as you go. You know, is just like you come to work every day. You yeah, know, but yeah. you you go to work every day for baseball, and it's it's a grind. It's very uh, mentally and physically taxing. taxing. Yeah. So it, it's uh it, it's rough. So when people think it's cake, once you make it to the league, you're good to go. You got it set. It's not even close to to the thought behind it. It depends who you're talking to and what perspective. Now, if you're talking to Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper was you know. Famous at 14, 15 years old on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine the pressure that he had to go through and the expectations that he had to live right. up to. Quote, the next LeBron James, right? right? So he had to deal with all that. I've never actually spoken to him about it, but you can imagine that pressure. Um, <clears throat> so as you fast forward that to he got to the big leagues at, I think, 19, extremely fast, and he hasn't looked, you know, now you look, he's, he's okay. got a, what, 13-year contract, and he's making millions and millions of dollars. So we tend to look at that as, well, monetarily, he's doing amazing, so everything must be great. And I'm sure a lot of things are great for him, but I'm sure with the stress and the pressure and everything, the expectations, that's a whole different ball game. And when you get into the the mental and the mindset of just the daily the daily grind of that, it can it can get you. So let's talk. So so that dropped down to, to double A ball, right? You went you went down there for a little bit. I think when I met you, you weren't you gonna go play for Campeche? Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's when I met you. That man. was that was on the. So I at this point now you're fast forwarding roughly back to I, think I had I had really completed my whole big league career at that point. My my big league career was between the age of twenty one and twenty five. So that so was that right was after that, that was my window. So I had, I had kind of already played for all these big league teams, and then you and I met, and I was so now I had, I had had labrum surgery, I had yep. foot surgery, physically it was kind of a mess, and and then I went to Campeche because I, I was out of a, what we call affiliated ball, out of an organization, and so now I'm trying to get back, and so when you can't go get a job 
as you know, I think I was roughly 26, 27 around that time. Yeah. Um, so Which I, I got to go play baseball years. You're, you're uh, starting to kind yeah. of, you're, when you get closer to 30, you know, you're kind of, you're now an older guy. If you haven't made the big leagues by the time you're 27, 28, you know, you, the chances Talk are extremely slim. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys like me that they have that big league career early and then have maybe have some injuries or just, you can't quite stick, you know, then stuff starts to happen and you're like, okay, well I'll go play independent ball. I'll go play in the Mexican league. Go play in the Dominican Republic, you know, for winter ball stuff like that. So that's where I went. I went to Campeche for a month. Uh, worst experience of my baseball career. Was it? Because I remember, it I remember you left because I met you. You left, and then you were back again. I was like, dude, like, it was, a, it was a thirty was days. It? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I because I, I mean it was it, it, the people were amazing. Uh, my brother actually went on a mission there. Oh yeah. Um, so he had he had the Marita mission in Campeche it was part of his okay. part of his deal. So. Um, so he kind of, you know, yeah, the people are amazing. You know, that's all, it's all cool. Different country. Everything's different. I'm on my own. I don't speak a lick of Spanish, you know, you know, Una, Una. Didn't go with you, correct? no, it, ironically, she, I think at this point I had, um, Tyler and Callan, my two oldest. And I think maybe I, I don't, Tenley may have just been born my, my third child and they were going to fly down and come live with me for like a month, six, six weeks, you know, whatever it was going to take. Right. And I got released the night before they were gonna fly out, oh. and and it was a and it was a huge blessing because I wanted to come home. I'm like, I was I was barely I was playing every game, but I was DHing because I couldn't throw. I had a labrum surgery and my, uh. my arm was just it just wasn't working. Um, so and I was struggling with the bat. Um, had had a year off before this, and I got this job. And they're like, yeah, come down here. We'll pay you pay you, and we'll give you this amount per month. Which is pretty good money when you're not making any money, and then uh, yeah, it lasted thirty days, and I'm like, I'm out, you know. So, and so it was. I didn't want them to come down and have to do what right. what I had to experience gotcha. down there, but but yeah, that's kind of a whole different animal there. So so jumping in right, okay. So you said you said your 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 hitting was your strength. That was it. That's what carried you right. And then you were like to me, it sounds like you know putting it into the thought of. You know, in high school, you were doing phenomenal. You were obviously, you know, ranked in the nation, if you will. And literally, you were playing on your toes, right? Then you end up going to the league, find out, okay, I need more than just my bat yeah. to be able yeah. to, to do stuff. Now, all of a sudden, you start playing on your heels, if you will, right? It's called it passively. So, I guess, giving giving to these younger guys, like, because we got, you know, we, we got a lot of people that come to us that ask us, like, um, you know, how do you get yourself in the right mindset? What would you say to these off of what you've learned, right? Because, like, you know, you've got some great shooters out there in basketball, right, but can't dribble. you got some great hitters just like you but can't field, right? What would you say, like, to, to I mean, do they need to know, like, are they need to be a jack-of-all-trades, master of none? If you can go back to the old Chad Hermanson, <laughs> sophomore in high school, what would you tell them? Well, you, you have to be well-rounded in every aspect of your game. And so I think what, when you, when you talk to an athlete, they're not – they don't like to work on their weakness, right? So you kind of you kind of glorify yourself in. Yeah, I'm really good at this part of the game. This better. Let's better, say let's right? say if it's hitting, because everyone goes to the cage and will spend hours and hours hitting. But are they working on their defense? Right. Right. Are they working on the ground balls? Are they working on their throwing? Are they working on all these different aspects of the game? Because if you want to play at a high level, you got to play defense. You know, I I I did a video the other day talking about the importance of of defense when you look at. And we break down a player from a baseball perspective. You have the tools of hitting tool, power tool, hit, run, and throw, right? And, and the defense is in there. So the defense is going to be part of those top three tools in every position, right? And it's usually hitting and power and then defense. You know, if you're a shortstop, you better have an arm. Center field, you better have speed. Catcher, you better have, you know, defensive ability. So each position will be a little bit different, but defense is always in the top three. So you got to take your weakness and be willing to work on that weakness and just attack it a little bit a day at a time. So one, one thing I do with, and one of the first kind of tips I give to kids, and, and I learned this from another mental skills coach, is, and I challenge them, I go, if you want to be, you know, you kind of take a look at their goals. I want to be a college baseball player. Awesome. Do you realize how hard that is to play in college? Right, right. I think I do, but I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you need to work on this part of your game. Let's say it's defense. And then ask them, would you be willing to 
just, just put 1% of your day to working on your defense. And they said, well, 1%? Yeah. I was like, well, how long is 1%? And they're like, it's 14 minutes and 24 seconds. So they, they're like, that's it? I'm like, I, I've been sitting on my phone here for three hours, you know. <laughs> but can you go to wow. spend 1%, 1% of your day working on fielding ground balls or, or working on your accurate throws? And most of them won't do it because they don't they they think they want it but they don't and they're not willing to put just that tiny little bit of, we call it doing a little a lot so if you do a little bit a lot every day that weakness let's say you kind of have that baseline of where your weakness is that that baseline is going to start to grow right and then you're going to expand your horizons a little bit as you as you build that belief system in yourself your faith is going to be there your fire your compassion and what you're actually focusing on, you're building that up. So now that self-confidence is there. You're, you're raising your self-image. Because I, we, we, when you get into this, you talk about you're going to play up to your self-image. Like if you don't think you're very good, you're not going to play very good. Right? Yeah. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I went through looking back as a young player playing in the big leagues. When I, There's a lot of times I didn't believe in myself. That was exactly the result I got. Because I wasn't quite sure, right? I, I was kind of doing the opposite of, well, if I get a couple hits there, maybe I'll be confident. So I was looking for that result rather than believing it first. Got it. So which goes into now what you're doing now, right? So I'm going to hit that last because that's my favorite part. Right? <laughs> but now, but also to your scouts, you're a scout like this. Like that's like the ultimate dream job. Like if you're a football scout, you're in your sport and you're scouting that's I know you love it. I mean, that's a big thing. But let me ask you this, because we can talk about that for hours. But what do you look for? Like, what is you? I mean, I know that like you gotta you gotta assess. I mean, do you have to follow like okay, the Angels need this, or are you just looking for raw talent? What do you, what do you look for when you sit in the stands? Yeah, it's a combination of all that. So you 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 kind of need to scout off of maybe the philosophy of what the front office is thinking at that time. Okay. Like, for example, like. Most teams love athletes, right. right? So let's say if you're talking about a pitcher, um, I'll write roughly 70 to 80 reports per year. Like, like say, this was the, let's go to last year because this year it didn't, didn't really, it was completely. How many reports weird. did you write this year? <laughs> no, I wrote a lot because that's a whole different story because we had to do okay. video reports. Well, let's say oh, wow. last year, um, I, probably 80 reports, right? Okay. And I really like probably 10 to 15 of them like i would really want to draft them the rest are, are they're good players we think they can play pro ball um but they're what we call roster fillers so we call them or organizational players meaning okay. that these top players that you know that you know you're gonna have some really good players scattered and, and maybe you'll you'll get a kid in the 20th 30th round that ends up being a dude but say your top couple round players you, you know you have high expectations you're going to give them every chance that they can to get to the big leagues um, those guys, what you call your prospects, they got to play with somebody. So you got to fill these rosters up with, um, you could call them non-prospects. We we don't think they're going to get past A ball or double A. Some will surprise us, you know. So so you kind of get start to as a scout year by year, you start to start comparing. Um, oh, this guy really reminds me of this guy. Well, what did he do? Well, he he didn't get past A ball. You know, or, or the, this guy reminds me of that guy. What did he do? Well, he, he got to the big leagues. He does everything he did when he was in high school. And he was even better. So you kind of you kind of get your own little Rolodex of players. Um, and even players that I played with. God, he reminds me of him. So you, you look for these little intricacies of, of what a guy can do. But to, to answer the question of what do we look for, um, athletes. You know, if you're a pitcher, we still want athletes. Right. Um, at, at a high school level, um, we are looking for I, per, me personally. I love the tall, wiry, six-two to six-five kid. Um, you know, obviously, velocity is what catches our our attention. You know, and that's that's unfortunate, but that's kind of the reality. But if a kid is say six-four, six-five, he's throwing eighty-eight, and he's one hundred and sixty pounds, um, you can build that. You're gonna like, okay, what's this dude gonna look like in three, four years from now? Well, now he's probably going to be okay, okay. 190, 200. He's, so he's, he's, he's stronger, he's more mature, he's grown into his body, and now he's probably throwing 95. Um, you know, and then obviously you're looking at the separators that start to come with breaking pitches. 
Um, what do those pitches look like? Can he throw a changeup? Can they throw strikes? Um, but athleticism. So we're not looking for – and the, the cool thing about baseball is players come in all shapes and sizes. Right. Right. You, right. you turn on the TV at a big league game, um, you got your dudes that are just crazy-looking athletes, right? Yeah. And that's that's what they look like. Um, and, and so we, we can pick a kid off a bus – like you're like, if a kid, you have a national cross checker coming in, like who now who's this kid? Like what's he? And they get off a bus or something, and, and there's the athlete. You're like, that's probably him, right? Yeah, that's him, right? <laughs> but but then you got that 5'11", 230, 40 pound pitcher that's just a bulldog, like Bartolo Colon. Yes, yeah, so that's say, like okay. 90, 90 years old. Sandoval or somebody. Yeah, like that. yeah, but they Pablo Sandoval rakes, yeah. right? And but he still got tools to back up. You know, he might not have the, the typical frame you're looking for in that right. athlete. Um, but, yeah, so obviously we're looking at athletes. If you have a bad body, you're a bad, you know, or if you're a bad athlete, that's going to not do, do well for you. Unless you just have, like, if you're a bad athlete that plays first base, you better have crazy power. And, and it better be playable in a game, not just batting practice. So... The less of an athlete you are, you better have a louder tool to back that up. Gotcha. Gotcha. So do you go, do you go, when you go scout, do you go, oh, let's watch uh, Liberty High School versus so forth? Or do you go, oh, Joe Smith is playing at this one. I got to go to this. What do you, yeah, do I'm you, usually, I'm usually going with a purpose to okay. watch a certain player. Okay. Um, the way the circuits are all, you know, there you have showcases and tournaments throughout. Like right now we, we're going in the summer. So... I mean, I, I build my follow list roughly three, four years out. Okay. So let's just like you mentioned Liberty High School, or I'm watching my, my son at Green Valley. Um, so I can go watch my kid play at Green Valley. They're playing Liberty High School. So I, obviously I'm watching everybody. I'm like, right. like, who can play? Who's catching my eye? Somebody does something that was like, oh, wow, that was really good. Who's that? Um, so, you, so that will happen. If you go absolutely. follow Joe Smith and go, yeah. oh, wait, we'll just... Yeah, okay. yeah, because gotcha. I and so you start to create your follow lists. Or I'm going to watch UNLV. Um, Bryson Stott was the first round pick last year in last year's draft. So he's a junior. So of course I'm going to watch him, but I'm also watching the, the sophomores, yeah, right, and the freshmen, who who are guys that could be draftable guys. So you're always looking, um, you're always building lists, always following. Um, injuries happen, so some guys get hurt and, and they fall back. Um, but yeah, that's just the you're always paying attention. You so know? in other words, even though they're coming for someone else on your team, step your game up because that would be you've got someone in the stands that could you could catch their eye. Well, that's I would say that's exactly how you know when Green Valley opened here locally in Vegas, that was my freshman year, and we actually didn't have a senior year uh, se- players that were seniors. They stayed at Valley High School, uh-huh. uh, but we were. We had a lot of good players that were juniors, and so scouts were showing up to watch Green Valley play. So when they would watch a junior, or fast forward a year later, they were seniors. Like we would have a kid drafted, they're you know they're watching. They who's this? Who's that kid playing in the outfield that's chucking the ball? Well, that's that's Hermanson. So they you know they had known me since I was fourteen, a freshman in high school. So that's that's how it happens, and, you, awesome. and then you just start building relationships with kids and. So so some, ki- some kids, watching. some kids will peak when they're 15, 16. You know, I was, I was known as a, I've had a beard since I was like 14, 15 years old. <laughs> Before Duck Dynasty. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was a kid that like, I, I bet they're like, well, is, is he going to only be as good as he is when he's 16, 17? Cause I was a mature kid. Uh-huh. Right. And I had a goatee and, and you know, those kids that just like, ah, oh, this guy's been shaving since he was 12, 13. I was that guy. Right. But but those kids, those kids kind of they dominate so well. So kind of at an early age, their work ethic starts to they they just don't work. So I I knew I wouldn't let that happen. So but then you have the late bloomers. Like, I feel like my kid's a late bloomer. You know, he's he's kind of he's now six, four, one ninety. You know, like he looks the part, Uh, but he, he didn't dominate. He had like 300 as a freshman really struggled his sophomore year and maybe this is where we can get into it um so as i noticed my mental struggles that i went through and didn't have anybody to talk to now i'm starting to notice that my kid is going through this so sophomore year he was struggling about three quarters of the year through the season and not he he because he hit 300 his freshman year he's like well i'm gonna probably hit 400 my sophomore year right that's the brain of a of of a 16 year old 
I'm just I'm automatically going to do better. You know, he's putting the work in, doing his things, but it wasn't panning out the way he wanted it to. And so three quarters of a year through, he's like, Dad, let's go to the cage. And let, you know, let's go work on some things. So we started work on some things. I started to notice right away. Um, I could see some mechanical things to work on, but I also could see where he, his mind was just spinning. And that's what they don't think about. Right. They're looking at this. They right? think they're it's all mechanics. And I'm like, dude, you're swinging. You know, and there was some things like, you know, I could have adjusted, but he, I don't know if he would have been willing in that particular day to listen because every swing was he was just frustrated. And then by the time we left, it was you could call it a crappy session. Um, we got in the car and he kind of slams the door a little bit. And, I'm, and I kind of look over and I'm like, you OK, dude? You know, I just ask him and then he just he just lost it. You know, he he got really emotional, you know, started started crying um, so he's essentially he's letting all this out. And I'm like, just tell me, dude, like what's happening? Uh, so I was kind of giving him his moment. And he goes, dad, he's like, you know, and he's probably hitting roughly around maybe 200. You know, so it's oh, not not doing great. Right. Tough. And he's like, dad, I feel like every at bat I go up. I feel like I'm trying to do something like hit a home run. hit So do something really special. Right. Every at bat. And it's not happening. So I feel like I'm letting my coaches down my teammates down and then what this is what killed me goes but i feel like i'm letting you down so i'm just like oh man so so for those listening that don't know so he goes to the same high school i did so like dad's a big leaguer first round pick so so now those expectations are on his shoulders and he's feeling the weight of the world right Mm -hmm. and so so that it hit me there i'm like okay well, I go, do you want to work on this? Because this, this is all mindset. You know, because I was kind of, I was getting into this earlier. And I'm like, are you ready? Are you ready? Because you, the tools are there. You can do everything that everybody else can do out there. But you don't believe in yourself. Right? And you're, you're worried about what everybody thinks. And you're worried about your expectation. All the things that are what we call uncontrollable. Right? So he was really focused on the wrong things. And so once I started to talk to him and then other kids started to open up a little bit. And like, yeah, dude, I'm kind of going through that same thing. And it might not be to the extent of dad was a big leaguer, but it's like, yeah, you know, my brother went to this school and he was a stud. He, you know, he got a scholarship to Arizona State. So now I, all these expectations are on me. So it's just getting these kids to kind of start thinking about like, okay, like, so acknowledge this. And then are you willing to work on? what you need to do to, to get rid of this interference that is is basically getting in the way of your performance. Okay, so hence Mental Edge, right? Mentaledge.training is the website, yeah. Mentaledge.training, so Mental Edge Training. So, so this is, is that how this evolved? Is what you're doing now, is, is this how this evolved? Why, I know why you're doing this, but I don't know your why you're yeah. doing this, right? Yeah. So how, how, why are you doing this? Yeah, What's I would say why? because when I went through... So in the, so as I went through my personal story of struggling in the big leagues, and I had I had my change my swing changed the second day in the big leagues, after hitting sixty home runs in AAA, so that's a, kind of a whole different story. But I had my swing changed, and my hitting coach told me you can't hit like that here, and I was just like, and I'm 21 years old in the big leagues, my second day in, and just so excited to be there, and then my coach tells me you can't do what you were doing down successful down there. That is not going to work up here. So now I'm, I may have handled that differently as a 25, 30-year-old, but I was 21, and I'm like, holy crap. Well, now what do I do? So it just killed me from a confidence perspective. Right. And so I went through that and kind of just like, yes, sir, yes, sir, I'll do whatever you tell me. Um, and you're saying that because you want to stay up there, right? I want to this stay in the big leagues. What he's talking yeah, about, this right? guy's. I want to go back. He's our big league hitting right? coach. Yeah, and I have no ill will towards this person. You know, yeah. that it's just the way it was. Um, but it really messed with me from a mental standpoint. And like you said earlier, I, I was up and down in the big leagues from big leagues to AAA back and forth because um, I didn't know who I was. You know, and I I had nobody to talk to because this was back in ninety nine, two thousand twenty years ago where. You know, you know, I'm I'm not a sports psychologist, so I want to point that out. I, I'm more of a mental performance skills coach. We didn't have that, you know, when I was playing. Now every major league team has a mental skills coach. Yeah. Every every team, and yeah. a lot of these guys are former players that they so they can relate. Players can trust them. They can share their stories, 
and they can do all of these things where back then we had, you know, Har- the Harvey Dorfman's um, who are sports psychologists, but you know, those were just books. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can kind of tap into those, but it was when you're young, you don't really, you don't really get right. into that. Right. So right. you're just like, yeah, I guess A I'll book? figure it out. Okay. Um, so why I'm doing this, I wish I had somebody to talk to. You know, I, I felt like I couldn't go to anybody. You just kind of wore it and you battled through it. And that's that's mental toughness too, right? You got to right. kind of figure it out. But man, when you can, you can let somebody else know what you're going through and they can help coach you and give you some... Like we have hitting coaches. We have pitching coaches. We have fielding coaches, which is all the, you know, the that part of the game you have to have. But what's going on in the dome, dude? Right, like what? Right. What are you thinking? Like what are you feeling? You that's know, all the these things, yeah. right? So that's why I'm doing it because I wish I had that when I played. And so, and then I started to see my son, and then I started to see other kids that he plays with, and that I've coached start to open up. I mean, I I'll have kids that will they kind of share their soul with me, you know, and that's you know when you get deep, like that's I can't tell you how gratifying that is to know you've helped a kid that's going through some really hard struggles and is because they're not willing to tell mom or dad, you know, or they don't feel comfortable. So they, they start to get comfortable with me and that takes a little bit of time. Right. Um, But it's also not about just the, the deep I'm struggling with an issue type thing. It's a, it's more of a performance. So performance coach. So what are you doing um, with your, your habits and your routines? Like, let's get you to where if you want to be a top performer, you better be doing what top performers are doing. And they don't know what that is. So right. they, they just think if I go to hit the cage for 30 minutes and call it a day, that that's, I'm doing work. Like, now that's, that's a, a very small sliver, you know. So you, you, you kind of put plans together. I put plans together for them. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a strength coach, so I you know, can help them get to different areas and stuff. But, yeah, it's just working on how, how, what are they thinking about. So that's what I want to dive into with these kids. And so that's where I started to come up with the idea. I'm like, okay, well, I'm a scout. I'm on the road 10 months out of the year. Um, how do I do this? How do I help kids? And so I, I came up with building an online program. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to – I went and got certified to teach certain skills, concepts from one of the – a guy named Brian Kane, okay. who works with a lot of different – um, teams and individuals have been doing this a long time. One of the best in the industry. So I got certified through his program to teach everything he does. So we call that the, uh, he calls it the mental performance mastery. So I teach, these are 10 skills and, and go through, I teach that through these videos. So there, there's, I teach online. So it's an online course. That's awesome. Um, it's a video per week. So a kid watches a video. They take a quick five question quiz very basic questions. It lets me know they've watched the video, that they've actually learned something from it, and then they just download a quick PDF. Um, you can call it like a journal, right? To, so they can actually start writing down, working on the questions, and they go through that. And then they pass this little quiz, and then that unlocks the next week video. Um, so I put 52 videos together, a video per week that they go through, and it's, it's a membership course. And then as we go, I'll, I'll kind of go back and look, okay, what videos do I need to update? And then during that whole process, the kid will be able to get in contact with me, uh, can email me their questions. They're like, hey, I just watched this video, uh-huh. uh, but I'm really struggling with this part. Email me, what do you got? Um, so that's a, that's a portion of it. And then um, I, I personally believe the, so that, that, I, that would allow me to create a course, help kids while I'm on the road. Right, right. where I, I don't have to be in front of a on the phone or but that's another p- part that I can do in the summer and the fall when things aren't as busy where we can have the one on one calls. You know, are, that do, do they call you at all too? Like like if, if I know like let's say I my son need to sign up for the course with um like I know through the videos and they unlock it, but you know, you said you get deep with some of these guys that are local. Do you are, That's uh, yeah, so that's that would be separate, right? So if a kid wants so I, I'll also do one on one coaching. And then gotcha. I'm also getting into team coaching. Gotcha. Um, obviously, the the biggest benefit benefit I think is the one on one, because that it, let's just say if we're in a team call, you're with your team when you're playing, and you're with like 10, 20 kids, you're you're probably going to be a little closed up to what you're going to ask. 
right? Because right, you don't happens. in a classroom setting at any time. Yeah, I was I was very quiet in the classroom setting. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not going to ask him that. I'll you ask know, him later. Right? I'll, this is embarrassing in front of my teammates. So, so that's where the one on one comes in, and that's that's where I talk about. That's where you can get deep, and I, and that's why I utilize some models to teach kids to really get them involved in. Um, you know their belief systems. You know where that where's their fire at? Where are they focusing? And, and try to just kind of build around what they're going through personally, and really really listen. Right? It gives them a time to okay, this is what I'm going through. Let's talk about it. You know, what are the obstacles? What are you going through? What have you tried? And we really dive into that, and then obviously provide a solution um, to give them a you know kind of a way forward into that. How old? Like, what, like if, let's say, let's say I have like, if you could tell me when you would want my my child, my kid to be able to start listening. This is baseball. I'm assuming yeah. softball as well, correct? Yeah, I'd say that the online course right now is built for baseball softball okay, because cool. of the questions. Yeah, um, I'll probably build a course eventually that's all athletes. All yeah. athletes, yeah. But um, so so is like, what age would you say the youngest where they can get the most value from, and then it starts to dissipate back? Or what's the oldest that you would recommend? Kevin? Yeah, I mean, I recommend you know. My first gut instinct tells me around 12, 13. So entering freshman year, basically. Yeah, like junior high where they they really, you know, they're starting to have, they really like the game, you know, and they're starting to realize, man, I'm having some success, but when I'm not successful and they start to, like, I'm kind of, I get really upset with myself. I start... You know, and they they it's a obviously a different stage because their brains are still developing. Right. So, I, like, if it's let's say if you're a 12, 13 year old and you purchase my course, I would highly recommend mom or dad watch watch those videos with the kid. Yeah, that's my next question. Should yeah. the parents be involved in this? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Because, you know, let's face it if if a kid doesn't have the means to get in front of me and and I can only teach so many kids at a time, right? A, a parent can sit there with these videos and it's going to help them in their personal life as well. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, he just pointed this out. I totally do this. Yeah, you know? in the work world, right? I mean, <laughs> in yeah. the work world. But also, yeah. too, I think me watching as, as because, okay, let's be real. Like, like, there's a lot of parent fans out there that just don't understand, like, what's happening. And they don't understand the battle. I right. mean, you went through the battle being a receiver. I know. I know I went through. I mean, for soccer, for me, it was tough when I tore when I tore my ACL, it was, I was done. Like well, it was. And even like, there's a bunch of kids I went to high school with playing volleyball or football or basketball growing up. And they're just like, you know, it's not fun anymore. That's why I'm leaving. I'm assuming that's because of something's going on in their head. Their mind's not right where they can't deal with the failure, the pressure. And so it just doesn't become fun anymore. Yeah. The sport they've loved, you know, junior year, they're done because it's, not fun, correct? So this would be oh, something no as you and say. And they blame it on the politics. They, you know, you hear you hear all yeah. the excuses. But as a parent, I would say that as I'm watching my son, I would want to be educated and go, you know what? Chad just talked about that. Now let me go back and think. Because how long are these videos? They, they vary. You know, anywhere from like 5 to 15 minutes. So 15 minutes long max, yeah. right? I mean, And so, that's one video a week. So flip yeah. through, right? So, so to me, I mean, I think that would be more powerful on that piece just because now I can... Yeah. Hey, he was talking about let's get him built on that. Yeah. And then come at a coaching perspective instead of why didn't you listen a week three? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, hey, how can I help you? Let's go back. To yeah. It. And even as a parent, they can be like, okay, well, clearly he's not getting what Chad says. Like, maybe I can help explain, get the piece that he needs to. And parents are now more aware of their kid rather than saying it. Yeah, let's quit. The coach sucks. You know, it's clearly how he's doing things. No, it's definitely in your head as well. Yeah. I, and parents, because let's face it, you're, as a parent, you're really their number one coach. Hands You're down. with them every day, and, right? And you know what? Parents get in their head more than yes. anything. And they, the, you know, and you can put your parent binoculars on or your blinders, if you will, and you have an extreme bias toward your own kid. You know, and I, so I have to really be aware of that with my kid, yeah. you know, that could be a good player, you know. So I have to, in a way, separate, is this kid a prospect? Can this kid play at the college level? Is a pro prospect? And then I'm, I'm also dad. So right. that, that's a whole different story. But, uh, but yeah, parents are... You know, they're their number one mental coach because they're with them every day. They know them better than anyone. And when you start to kind of get an idea of how you're thinking as a parent, you're like, dude, I'm because the whole idea with performance is we want to eliminate interference, right? Interference in our performance. And and that all starts with the way we think. Mm -hmm. So if our parent is giving these thoughts and ideas like, oh, yeah, you're not playing because your coach sucks. He doesn't know how good you are. 
and they're as a parent you're throwing all these thoughts and ideas to the kid and what do they think? then the kid starts to believe it too and then the kid starts to hate the coach and it's just a snowball effect right so everything all that negative energy is going out every day and it just it just right. stinks so um yeah it's just i think it's just opening up and getting an awareness and yeah so to answer your question yeah 12 13 14 kids are still developing their brains um I would, I highly, the parents, I would definitely recommend watching the video, learning it, going it through that with them, you know, then they, they obviously can email me as well and, and talk about anything. Um, and then what I've noticing so far is the kids that are willing to open up and actually go through and talk and discuss what obstacles are going through. Those tend to be the older kids, um, high school, college kids, you know, I had a, I had a call yesterday with a college kid that went really well. Um, and he, he talked about all that stuff, but he did say, man, I wish I, cause I was, he has a brother that I'm working with too. And he goes, I, I wish I had this when I was 13 and 14. So he's like, then I, I would have had years to start working on this now rather than working on this while I'm going into my junior year in college, all these issues that I'm going through were still, I could have known about that and started to work on it because mental as you know, your mindset, its it just doesn't show up for you. You can change a thought immediately and, right. and start working that way. But it's its like going to the gym. Like, you got to do it every exactly. day. You know, it's yeah. our, our brains, and we, we tend to think so negative with yeah. all those thoughts that come to us every day. So Yeah, we come up with the excuses, right? Not the solution. I hear, I hear yep. it all the time. It's just yep. frustrating. Yeah, so... So um, so you say it's 52 weeks, but if I buy this course, it's not only for 52. I have full access to these, whatever I want. I bought the course, like I can get on. Yeah, I think, so So the guy, you know, this is all new to me in regards to building something online. Yeah. So my marketing guy has basically built it to where you watch a course. Like I said, you do the, t you do yeah. the quiz and it's all there. Um, and then probably you will go be able to go back to it. You know, I think that's available okay. in the, so, ba the back catalog, if you will. Yeah. Um, if I go through all 52 of my son's a sophomore and I want him to kind of watch it again as a junior, is that some like... Yeah, it'll it'll still be there. Okay. Um, and that's when, you know, I got to talk with my guy in regards to, up, you know, because new concepts come up too, right? Okay. New, new thoughts and ideas. So maybe update a video gotcha. um, here or there. Um, but as you know... Um, with mental skills and mindset, repetition is also king. Yeah, given. So that's you, a, that's, so you gotta, you know. So an example, my first video that I did, I, I, I called it like growth mindset. You know, uh -huh. so I talk about the growth and fixed mindset, uh, Carol Dweck's book and mindset, and you know, as a young kid, you are, you they're really surprised of how many are in a fixed mindset that they 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 are just the way they are. You know that I can't really get better, and you're like, dude, you're 14 years old. Like, you know how much better you can get? Like, you're not even full grown. Right. But that again, that's their 14-year-old brain just yeah. kind of talking to them. So, uh, but yeah, the updated videos. You mentioned earlier, you know, maybe I'll eventually get it to, because um, when I went through this, I'm like, well, I want to make this affordable. You know, because if you do a one-on-one -on -one call with me, that's going to obviously be, you know, at a certain price. But I wanted to make, you know, just where it's kind of set and you go and you yeah. go at your own pace. Yeah. So it's $199 for the whole year. Okay, so $199. Yeah. 52 videos. So that's like $3.75 a video. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry, I'm breaking it down. Like, I, but, but to me, in my mindset, if you're thinking about this, right, in my head is like, okay, what am I getting for $3.75, right? Okay, it's just a video and a quiz and so forth. But to me, it's like, okay, someone that's been drafted at a high level, someone that's someone that's that's gone through the struggles, like you've you've gone through the injury mindset of like crap how do i overcome this you've gone through the the hitting and we we talked about you you your de defense right i mean we talked about you know you, yeah. you said you could hit but you, you things were going on in your head so you had to deal with that you're you're getting a point of view coming from an actual scout people that are actually looking at your kids you're seeing that as well too in addition to that you're also getting it from a parent like that's that's i think that's a key thing too because let's be real some some of us parents out there think that we were really better than we really were. It's almost like that fish story that gets bigger as it goes along, right? But, I, um, I, I could have won state. Right. You know? right. <laughs> if it wouldn't have been this or whatever, right? And then, but then even like, like hey, let's let's talk about the challenges on both sides. Like, you know, Chad could be looking at his kid. You could be looking at your kid and going, 
I want another first round draft pick because that's what I got. And your expectations may be too high for Callen or, or your own kid, right? Yeah, and and totally. from Callen's point of view, I want to be a first round draft pick because that's what my dad was and I don't want to accept anything less. Those things right there, those are all the mental challenges everybody's going through. And I don't even care because like my son right now, he'll flat out tell you he wants to become a professional soccer player at the age of 19. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to destroy those dreams, right. but how do I make sure that I support him but also make sure that reality, you got to continue to kick in. This this may be, even though yours is mainly tailored to to baseball, I, mental is mental is mental is mental. Right. I don't care if you're working retail. I don't care if you're playing football or, or baseball. It's all the same thing. It's the same muscle. It is. So to me, like, if you're a parent and you want to know for your kid and how to support it, I think, dude, $199, like, it, it's it's a no-brainer for me. That's, that's what it is. It's I like mean, not that much a year. It's... One time you're it's done, right? Well, it it's long. and when I was trying to figure out the price, you know, I was like, I got to make this affordable, but I also got want to, you know, I don't know anything about marketing, pricing, all that. Right. I was like, I want to make it affordable, but also it, it's going to cost a little bit to do this, you know, because obviously you're looking for committed athletes mm-hmm. that that really want to do something, um, that want to play at the next level. Um, so that's what I came up with, and that's it's probably still extremely generous. No, <laughs> you know? I, I think it is. You know? so, and then why I say that is because like when I, I do hitting lessons, I used to do hitting lessons, and I would do a package of hitting like five hitting lessons. You know, that was like sixty bucks a piece, so that's like three hundred dollars. And a kid will do hitting lessons with me and for be, bucks. and be done within a month. You know, for three hundred bucks, and and parents are. Shelling that out like like no no problem. But they don't get the mind is more right, powerful than right. any of that. So I'm like, let's make this affordable. Let's make it doable for, for any family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I may eventually get to like a membership where it's, you know, 20 bucks yeah. a month or something like that. I don't know. That's that's down the line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to help kids and, yeah. and, and let, you know, I know they're going through things because when, when you start talking to them and they're like, dude, you went through that too? I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, well, let's talk about it. You know, yeah. and, and, so and, and you can think that you're better than Chad, but I'll tell you right now, we will all say right now that Chad could easily could talk to my son and say the exact same thing I told them, and they listen to Chad because he's not their dad. Right? Exactly. It's just how it is. Yeah. So those are things that are happening. So I would say, like, are you seeing success now with the people you're working with? Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, this Does is it in its good? it's in its infancy. You yeah. know, okay. but it's uh, it's just started out, and I. Um, I'm, I'm wrapping up finishing the whole course because it's I'm like I'm months ahead of the videos, you know, because I, I spent the whole offseason creating and and really diving into what I want to say in these videos and what I want to coach on. Um, so I have about four or five videos left, but, you know, one video at a time. It's then you have a week. And then that's the whole idea of the video was was, uh, you know, as a young kid and like you guys just consume content. Right. right, you get, right, you know, right. I have I have four kids and and they're constantly on YouTube, and they're TikTok. on TikTok, you know, <laughs> and so and I just got on TikTok, you know, because I I'm on TikTok, I'm on now. TikTok now, yeah. so so I you see that and you're like, okay, so that was the whole idea. Well, I'll create a video because I think kids like videos, yeah. Um, but the difference is they create it. They you have to put the action into it, right? Right. So the action is huge, and that's why I wanted to separate the it the week. Yeah, so they, they answer a question. They maybe just kind of start diving into it. It's all about awareness. Yep. What are you thinking? And getting the perspective of someone that's been in professional baseball uh, for over 20 years now on, hey, I've been through all this. I see this. This I, you've, you know, And I can relate stories. Kids love stories. And they're like, oh, dude, that totally makes sense. You know, so it's it's fun. I mean, it's, it's something to where... Um, could potentially replace scouting for me that I'm that I that awesome, it could man. be that big you know to where scouting is an is an amazing job, um, but there's some some pros and cons to it just like any other job you know I'm gone from my family a lot I have I have two young kids and, and a wife and everything so um, well and juggling your job in addition to juggling your son's season at the same time. Correct. Yeah, like, tough, like you want to see your kid play. And I, I've had... he was playing football or something. Yeah, I've, I've had older scouts that scouted me in high school that are still scouting. They're like, do not miss your kid's games. You know, they, they, they've been there long enough to like... Because we, we can only do so much as an area scout um, to have influence on the actual draft. You know, so we, but we have to get a job to do. We go write reports. And, but you also kind of schedule things to where you can go see your kid play because that's going to 
only, that only happened for so long. You know, to try not to miss those games. Right. And, you, and you can be nationwide on this. You can talk to someone in Miami, Florida, because they're videos. I just want to clarify. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, the, the right online thing. program, anybody can purchase. Yeah. Okay. Um, just go to mentalledge.training. And another thing I wanted to share is just like anybody purchasing something, they're like, well, who who's Chad? Like, I got to Google them. I got to look them up. Who's this? So I created a free four video course too. Oh, okay. 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 So oh. so that that gets you can register for it. You put your information in. That unlocks four free videos to 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 kind of give you that. Okay, who's Chad? How does he teach? What is he teaching? Is this actually going to help me? Um, so I, you know, start there. You know, start there, and, and I give a uh, some free tips and strategies that they can use whether they join mm-hmm. my course or the membership or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so start there. You like it? You know, you like the videos. I'm getting so when I I did that about two weeks ago. Um, and sent this link to about 15, 20 players. Every one of them responded. Um, they're all signed up and doing it, um, mm-hmm. watching the videos. And then obviously from the next step, if they want to purchase, that's a whole other ballgame. But, um, but they're, they're learning. You know, they, they can apply these things, and they can at least start there. And then the other thing I started was once this COVID pandemic started, we're all stuck at home. So I'm like, well, dude, I'm just going to start like you did. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Right. Um, so I started interviewing my former teammates, former big leaguers, former coaches, scouts. So that the channel is Mental Edge Training Coach is what I call that. That's also my handle in, on social media, Mental Edge Training Coach. So I think I'm about 10 videos in, 10, 12 videos in. Um, I'm getting texts every day how awesome these videos are. Um, so I'm just interviewing, I'm, I'm letting, that's a good introduction too, into how I teach, how I coach, because th- these big leaguers are sharing stories, that same stuff that I went through, that if I didn't ask, I, we would have no idea, right? What, what you learned to, you learned to bottle it. Yeah, in. dude, we're all humans. Yep. We're all going through yep. the, these, the, the emotional things that are happening in our lives. And we, we think I just got off the call with, remember Shay Hillebrand? He played for the Red Sox. He was an all-star. Okay. okay. Um, this dude almost committed suicide. Shut up. And and life is just was really crazy. never would have known. This was after his big league career, and his wife that he's married to now found him in a van, um, and he was about to take his life. Like, he was that close. Lost all his money. Um, and just, you know, this, he said, he I think he had $25 million and just lost it all. Um, wow. So just stuff like that that you're like, dude. So that that's like, those are way deep issues. Right, issues but still, but like, but, it's... People but, don't know that it comes. It stems from other stuff that correct. that's built up. It's not all of a sudden I lost twenty five yeah. million. It was this, 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 this. Yeah, this. I think Boom. it's just you know <clears throat> allowing kids to be more vulnerable. Um, and we're we're males, like we all think we're alpha males, and we're so tough and strong. And um, I think there's aspects of that that are healthy, but also like, dude, like I'm a parent. I got kids. You know, there's a sensitive, loving side to me. You know, if you're a faithful person, have faith in Christ, all that stuff. That's yeah. You know, it's that has to live through you, you know, yeah. to do that. So, Chad, these videos, you said they're five, 15 minutes long, somewhere in between there. That's not what you should be doing the whole week. It's not just a five to 15 minute thing throughout the week, you're done. You should be applying day in, day out. Watch the videos a few times. There's some process. How do you yep. make it the most beneficial? Yeah. So, that's why I wanted to spread it out per week. So, it was, you know, back to that content. You watch a content, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you go watch three more hours of more content, yep. right? So it's like, watch the video, do the quiz, so you actually can remember some things, download the PDF, because I ask questions in the video that relate to the PDF that they can work on through that throughout the week. So it should be like a daily thing throughout the week. So you're creating, a habit. creating you a, habit. a habit. Creating a habit of working gotcha. on your mental game and your mindset. That's good, that's good. So, um, all right, so, so Mental Edge Training Coach is your Instagram handle. Mental edge training coach, yes. Like, training so coach. I'm on what Instagram, Twitter. That's the YouTube channel. I just okay. got on TikTok. <laughs> so. hey, I just got on TikTok <laughs> too, man. Yeah, I just got on TikTok too. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm gonna follow it. And then the website, mentaledge.training. Correct. Okay, yep. and that's where you can get the free four videos, so they know who the heck Chad Hermanson is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. And then um, if they sign up, obviously they sign up there. Yeah, you can you can enroll on that same website. Can and they, can yeah. they contact you if they have questions on there as well? Yeah, my, my email's on there. Um, it's the email on that website. It's chadhermanson at mentaledge 
dot coach. So that's right. It's right on the website. And yeah. you're able to accept promo codes on there, correct? Like, um, I think you may be able to set up promo codes. I don't. Your guy may know. That is that. I don't know if he set that up or not. Okay. The reason yeah. why I say that is, a to me because we got obviously I don't know how many people you've got following you. We've obviously only got a few people following us, except on our Instagram handle. I don't know how many are baseball players. Um, this is good for college kids too. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I just want to make sure make there. Sure. There's no like, you can't do this because you're this age. You know, and you even mentioned too like. Yes, it is geared toward baseball and softball, and the questions are related to that. Uh-huh. But you can answer these questions because I, I keep them pretty pretty basic. If you were to just say instead of baseball, soccer or golf, okay. you could still, as a soccer athlete, answer this question as a baseball You know, if you were a baseball player. Okay. Um, so that that's an option for But the too. mental stuff will go. So it's, as it's an athlete, sense. it will benefit you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what I want to say is, hey, look, just because I, I just want to see it going, and I love Chad. And I know that um, I want to get our stuff going and I want to hear some successes and maybe get it going on this podcast is do the first three people to reach out to you. I'm willing to pay for half of it. So wow. if they reach out to you, wow. I don't know how we can work that out, how they can tag in if they if they need to DM him on Instagram or something. Well, yeah, well, the, he can send them a promo code or whatever and get them added in whatever. I don't care. I love I love it. And you can just tell me who it is and I'll. I'll pay for it. He won't take. He won't take written check. He won't take EBT <laughs> traveler's check. But he will. Take <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I, I'd love to. I'd love to find out. That's great, get, dude. For That's real. Great. So your first three, and obviously we'll tag this and put as much as I can on my Insta. But I, I would love to see this because this is, dude. This is stuff I wish I would have had as a soccer player. I remember when I played. When I played at my level, like, dude, I, my favorite part of practice is when we had to lay down. And it's funny because we actually had to lay down for 15 minutes and visualize the sport yes. and visualize our challenges. That was the most psychology we ever played with. Mm-hmm. But that helped me a lot to release a bunch of crap. Sl- slows you down a little right? bit, right? So now imagine where you would have been if you had Yeah, if so I had taught something to. like this, I don't know, that, that 15 minutes a week. Top 10 draft pick, number one in the nation, shortstop, still had these same struggles you exactly. as a freshman are going through right now. Take it from someone who dude, made this it is, and dealt this with is, it. Like, dude, like, yeah, that's, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's, it's like, it's not someone that's like, and I'm not knocking Bryce Harper, but Bryce Harper isn't going through the injury challenge. So, like, to me, how can I, I can learn from mentally how to stay strong, but how do you recover from the problem? Yeah. How do you recover from so, the challenge? So, a great point to that, too, is because I have a, a video on injury. And so, one of the questions that was brought up was, because I, I personally picked the topic on what I'm teaching that mm-hmm. week. And you might be going through something where you had an injury. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe the injury video isn't till like week 35. Like way down the line. You know, it, just as an example, you're like, well, I, I need to talk about injuries. Like how do I get through this? That's where you can communicate with me through the email on on that, you know, oh, so because they have so access communication correct. by email. Yeah, they may not be able to get a hold of you because you're going to be on the road. Yeah, if but they, email if is no problem. E- for they you. can email me. So if you're a member, you can email me, and I will personally respond, and we will start to build a relationship through there. Guys, that's serious, right? Take there. advantage for 199 dollars. It's not a video. You can actually like, per, like that's uh, I don't know if you. I don't know, I don't know what to say right now. So. Like, but but no, I'd love to because I'd love to have one of those guys that come on and both of y'all sitting here talking and oh, saying how well it went, the challenge, if they're comfortable, of course. Yeah, right? yeah, no, that's the thing. It's it's uh, as I've started out with this and and I, I make sure I know, hey, this conversation is between you and me. It's it's like right. like a and it may be a broad interview. Correct. Obviously. Yeah, and and also, but what they're noticing too is like when you start talking about things, like, dude, you're not the only one going through this. Like every kid, if you if you lined up every kid on your team, I guarantee you at least half are going through what you're going through, and you think you're alone right. in what you're going That's through, true. but you're not. That's true. So, yeah. So, yeah, I do chat. Hey, man, I love you for coming, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This dude, is great. This is like I'm fired up. But yeah, like I said, anyone like obviously Mental Edge Training is the website. Mental Edge Training Coach. Mental Edge Training Coach. The uh, the, the Insta, he's TikToking, guys. He's TikToking, right? And um, and then, like I said, the web the website, there's some free videos. But, hey, first three that reach out to Chad. And Ch- Chad, reach out to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, I, will not, I will not be dancing in my bathing suit on TikTok. 
Oh, for like, <laughs> guys, never mind. <laughs> I so I'm talking to my kids about TikTok, and I and I get on it right, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is you know what is this? This is just a dance show for high school girls in their right. bikinis. I'm like, should I feel bad? Like, should I be on it? <laughs> like, I'm a grown man, so I'm like, I gotta specialize in kind of just as filter as, some things yeah, here. As long as you and Bracken, I see that one where they flip the switch and they're in front of the bathroom mirror. Oh yeah, and yeah. then they change. You cannot be wearing Bracken's dress, dude. You can't. I, I yeah, dude. That's that's just a whole different. Look. I, I don't got time for that stuff. <laughs> right? No, I, I've been using TikTok to uh, um create some things that way but also just take little clips of what i'm the coaching i'm doing on youtube and the talking to the big, big layers cool. and just little clips and mm-hmm. uh yeah and i'll follow just, you just getting the word out we're gonna follow know? you we're gonna follow you so <laughs> all right so yeah so hey thank you episode two we love you a hey, most of all hey make sure you download share this with everybody uh a hey, our our instagram is uh nxt lvl mindset right yep and then uh that's our our twitter is is something different which will be set up on there but hey follow us next level mindset we're on tiktok too but uh <laughs> and the first three reach out yeah first three i want to hear about the first three reach out that's what i want to hear the most chat that'd be awesome so i'll even put that in so all right so next level mindset baby so remember chase greatness find phenomenal and dominate the day until next time <laughs>